Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Walking on Eggshells podcast. My name is Brad Shattuck. Today is May 18th, 2020, and hello, everybody. Welcome to the Walking on Eggshells podcast. Today is Monday, May 18th, 2020, and this episode is called One-Sided Guilt and Sorrow. It's about the person who does not have borderline personality disorder that argues in has a disagreement with somebody who does have BPD and it seems at least in my case 95% of the time I'm the one who feels the guilt and the sorrow and um, ends up apologizing to my wife who has BPD so with that being said let's get on with the podcast Hello, everybody. Welcome again, and thank you for listening to the Walking on Eggshells podcast. Again, my name is Brad Shattuck. I'm your host and creator of this podcast. And I'll just remind everybody that I have no degrees in psychiatry or psychology. I do not have borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My wife of 33 years does have it. And this podcast is based a lot on my experiences with it. And today's episode is, unlike my other podcast that was named uh, One-Sided Guilt and Shame, that was based on the person with BPD. And this episode is based on the person who is the non-BP. In my experience, I would say probably, my God, this is a high number, no exaggeration, 95 to 99% of the time, I'm the one who's always apologizing. And, And I'm talking about the arguments um, that have started due to the um, disorder itself. And trust me, I'm not in any way saying that all of our arguments have to do with uh, her disorder. Not at all. What I'm talking about is just the arguments that have to do um, with her disorder. And like I've mentioned before, actually in my last episode, that with what they call splitting, 
or the black and white of somebody with borderline, there's no gray area. They're either a saint or they're Satan. And anybody who has it or knows somebody who has it, that's what they call it. And I'm sure you're grinning, shaking your head and saying, yep, that's exactly what it is. And what happens is, and she'll push my buttons so much and reach in so far and just, well, make it worse than me come out. And, of course, when somebody argues and something said to them that's hurtful, you try to be one step ahead. You know, a lot of times we'll say something hurtful back, but we want to be twice as bad. And, unfortunately, with something like that, it goes back and forth so much. You're saying the most hurtful, gut-wrenching, disgusting things about each other to try to win the argument. And what happens 99% of the time? Nobody wins. In this case, that's usually the arguments with me and my wife, or I should say how they end up. Um, there's no winner. And the problem is, in my case, I'm the one who's always apologizing for my actions. And believe it or not, what usually makes it worse is I'll say, you know, I hate to say that kind of things, those hurtful things, but, you know, it was because you said this, or... Or if I say, you know, if you hadn't done this, I started the argument, I wouldn't have said that. And that's what makes them so angry because they don't want to admit fault. And like I said in another episode, by them saying sorry, they're admitting to starting it. They're admitting to um, have started the argument. So it's very hard for them to apologize whatsoever. But by you inflicting the blame on them, usually it makes it even worse and can start another argument up. So... I'm going to offer this little tip, and again, this is just my experience. Usually when somebody generalizes something and don't pinpoint on the actual reason behind it, it usually doesn't have as much meaning as if you pinpoint it directly. It seems more personalized, and, you know, with anything. So in the past I've said, I'm sorry for all the things I said yesterday, you know, um, they were very hurtful and I apologize. Sometimes, most of the time, that doesn't work. Um, but it makes me feel better to apologize. But by directing it and getting a positive response made me feel even better that it was effective. So what I've said in the past was, I'm not going to bring up the reason we argued, you know, but I want to take blame for my actions. I just want to say I'm not apologizing for you. I'm not putting blame on either one of us, but for me personally, I should have known better not to say something like that. I should have not responded in that manner. I understand what I said was extremely hurtful, and I really didn't mean to do that, and I apologize. Now, believe it or not, in the same amount of time that you can say a generalized apology opposed to being it direct, like I just did, to be honest with you, has become more effective um, because of the fact I'm not telling her I'm blaming you, I'm not blaming me. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not going to put blame on anybody. And I'm personally taking responsibility for what I said. I'm personally apologizing. And sometimes I've added and said, I'm not even looking for an apology from you because I'm not blaming either one of us. If you don't add in any blame on their part, even if the other thing that can trigger um, another fight is by saying, you know, listen, I'm not putting the blame on me or you. It's both of us. No, again, stay away from apologizing for them in any way. If they want to apologize, they will. If they don't, you already know ahead of time they're not going to. Don't expect something that you already know ahead of time. Like they always say, if you already know what the answer is going to be, 
don't ask the question. Or if you're afraid of what the answer is going to be, don't ask. So, don't bother apologizing for them. Take responsibility of your own. And, and this is, if you make the decision to apologize and you want it to be effective, this is my advice. I can't make you apologize. Um, but, again, the whole meaning behind my episodes and the whole meaning behind this podcast is to help you um, understand it a little bit better. And the reason I'm saying you as in the person with non-borderline is because it's particularly what this episode is about, the person with North borderline. I'm uh, sorry, but <laughs> that does not have borderline. The person who does have it, it's hard for me to speak on their behalf. It's hard for anybody to speak on their behalf. Um, just a little side note, um, back in 2010, our entire house burnt down. Everything that we owned in it, literally every single thing right down to our silverware was wrecked, ruined. We stood there and we watched our house and our dreams, memories, all go up in flames. And people would come over and say, oh my God, I can only imagine what you're going through. And I got upset and I said, no, you don't. Did your house ever burn down? Then you don't imagine, you cannot imagine what we're going through. Opposed to if they said, I cannot even imagine what you're going through. Almost the same, but different, made a huge difference. And I would say thank you. So, again, I can't speak for somebody who has it. Even my wife. I can never say to her, you know, I imagine what you're going through. I can't imagine what you're going through. No. I always tell her, I can't even begin to imagine what you're going through. And I'm sorry about that because it's hard for me to relate to your hurt and your sorrow because I can't understand. And at the same time, I wouldn't want to understand because I see the pain and suffering you go through with having borderline. So, it's on how you direct things. And don't speak for somebody. So, again, by apologizing to somebody with borderline and putting any blame in their direction whatsoever, even generalized. Even if you say, you know, we were both at fault. No. Again, you're saying me and you are at fault. You can't speak for somebody because if they don't believe they are at fault, they're going to get angry. You know, if them coming up and saying to you, um, you know, I know it was your fault. You started it. But I'm sorry for what I said. That pretty much takes away your apology altogether. That's just a cheap way of saying, you were a bitch, and I'm sorry for what I said, but you shouldn't have been a bitch. No, you can't do it like that. Do not speak for them. You can't speak for them. You don't have the right to speak for them. If they feel they want to, they can. And the other thing you can't say is, or expect, is even if you said it the way I um, advised you, by saying, you know... um, uh, I'm taking responsibility. I'm sorry for what I said. I'm hoping you'll understand this and apologize when you're ready. No. Again, don't make any indication whatsoever that they should apologize. And don't say it like, you know, don't even direct it in any way without saying it. Don't make an indication in any way that they should it, whatsoever. Apologize on your behalf, your behalf only, for your own actions, not what started it, what could have started it, the blame, nothing. Direct it it to them about you. And I'm being honest with you. I've tried that after reading, oh God, I think it was, I Love You Don't, uh, I Love You Don't Leave Me, um, a book about borderline and um, people with non-borderline in situations. As a matter of fact, that was the book. And it was talking specifically about one-sided apologies. And it, um, it really made sense. And so I've adopted a lot of stuff that I've heard, read about, um, talked to my own counselor. And I'm not saying everything works. I'm not saying every piece of advice 
um, I say is going to work. But if there's a chance, don't you think it's worth it? If the person that has BP you're dealing with, are they not worth it? I think they are. And if they're not, or if you think they're not, then you know what, maybe you shouldn't be in that situation. Because again, I'll say for a million times, they didn't ask for this disorder. Most of them don't like it. A lot of them won't admit it, that they even have it. They know they have it. They don't want it. They're scared. They're angry. They don't even know themselves. And they're uncomfortable in their own skin. So, this isn't really a long episode, but it was something I had to say because I'm actually in that position right at the moment. And um, I'm going to give this a try and see if this one works on this particular argument that happened a few days ago. So again, with that being said, thank you again for listening to my podcast, and I hope you tune in for our future episodes. Love the one that has BP. Have a little more understanding for them. And again, God bless you, and have a great day. You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show, and please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can, because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again, and have a happy life.